This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Arrowhead Attic Podcast. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Connor and Sterling Holmes. Another edition of the Arrowhead Attic Podcast with Sterling Holmes and Matt Connor. After a week off in the, the luxury of Seattle, where he brought the weather to Kansas City while he got the glorious sun there. Matt Connor is back. Matt, how are you doing? Hold on. I'll get back with you in three hours because that's <laughs> the time difference or whatever. I will tell you this. When I'm on the West Coast, I always I always want to call my friends like east of the Mississippi and go, can you tell me about the future? Like, do the Chiefs win? <laughs> do the Royals win? Like, what's happening? Because you feel it's just crazy how... Yeah. Like I might as well be in 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 Europe or Kamchatka, maybe one of those risk territories that's like Irkutsk or Madagascar, whatever. All I'm saying is I had a great time. It didn't rain the whole time I'm in Seattle. Dude. Saw my first live music I haven't seen in a long time. Saw a Mariners game. Yeah, it was good. It felt it felt like a great post pandemic trip. What what, what band did you see? What band was it? Well, I, I saw Damien Gerardo. Do you know who that is? No, it sounds made up. This sounds like a made up name. <laughs> I did. I used a singer songwriter named Generator, and it and it says like Kenny Kenny Ches well Kenny Chesney is a real person, and I wouldn't have seen <laughs> Kenny Chesney. I mean, if you like Kenny Chesney out there, more power to you. Anyway, I saw a cat. His name's Damien Gerardo. He's not a literal cat. That would have been much more entertaining. That would anyway, have been impressive. It's like Garth Brooks. I saw. When Garth Brooks had the the whole album where he was Chris Gaines, he was like, let's do a a name generator. And it's all of a sudden for like an album, let's be Chris Gaines and let's go with like a blonde wig or something. It was weird that I feel like that gets really brushed under the rug for like how big Garth Brooks is. Everyone's like, just forget about that. Just just no one remember this. You know, I, I think it's like when you wear denim from below your ears to above your ankles all the time. You're like, how do I break out of this? Or if your button down has like four big color panels, I don't know if you remember those (laughs) like shirts, right? But if you're just like, I can't wear any of this anymore. Maybe you do just kind of lose it and go, that's it. I'm changing my name. I'm changing everything. Like you can't just be Garth Brooks and come out in like a motorhead t-shirt and like, you know, sorry, I'm just done with button downs for a while. Maybe you got to just reinvent yourself. I, I don't know. Let me say this. If you want to reinvent yourself, at least a certain part of yourself, we got a deal for you. Our partners at Manscaped 
have the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer now available for purchase in the U.S. and Canada. The new trimmer was only released just weeks ago. We are the first to get our hands on it and share the news. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. We have 20% off and free worldwide shipping. That's right. You can move to the Democratic Republic of Congo, which I wouldn't advise right now because there's a volcano, and they will still ship it to you for free with fansighted 20 Use that code at manscaped.com. We're talking about altering body hair. We're talking about doing it well, and we're talking about a 20% off with free shipping. Fansighted 20 at manscaped.com. I think that went pretty well, Sterling. How about you? That was great. You talked less about balls than I did in mine last week when you were gone. Uh you know, I've, I've got, you know, You're I, got a, I got a wife, I got a wife and kids. And I, anyway, speaking, yeah. speaking of cutting hair, I, I just shaved my dome off. Like I went Dude. from looking like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo to all of a sudden looking like I'm a respectable <laughs> adult. <laughs> Zoinks. So I didn't even recognize you. You're just, you're sunny and ready for. How many weddings do you have this summer? Like seven, dude. It's, it's like every, it's at least one a month until like, October. Jeez. Do you like that? Like, I'm so glad to be done with that stage of my life where you like got to go and do, I don't know. I like, I'm not a big wedding guy. I mean, well, if dude, it's a good wedding. That's great. Bar. But a lot of two well, words, okay. Okay. Matt, open bar. You have richer friends than me. Most of my friends were like, Hey, do you want the crystal light or water? <laughs> like, like, how do you want to bring your own six pack out? of bush light? <laughs> You're looking sunny, dude. I like you. Thank you. Sunny and 75. You know what is not... You know what's looking like the weather in Kansas City, which is cloudy and murky, and that's Bashad Breland. I have no idea what to make of his cryptic tweets. I have no idea if he's about to go off and just scorn everyone, just start dropping names, or if he's like, you know what? I love Kansas City, and I'm going to sign here and come back. Like, I have no idea what's going on with Bashad Breland. Yeah, who does? I does Bashad Breland know what's going on with Bashad Breland? Right. I, I think Sammy Watkins, the reptile version, knows what's going on, but that's probably it. <laughs> well, if, first of all, can we talk just real fast? Like, I would love to be an athlete on Twitter. Like, there's like there should be an athlete Twitter generator. Where you can just go because it always says something like real like it's either thank you God for another day, which hey, yeah. I'm not against that. I'm not sure. against that. It's like it's like reading the Psalms, except it's your favorite athlete in the morning, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm down with that one. But then then it's usually like something like nobody nobody's getting one on me. I'm just out here grinding or something. That's a good one. The grinding with the praying hands. That's always a yeah, good one. Yeah, there's always the yeah. grinding. And that that would be my mom. What's up with the grinding? You're always grinding. <laughs> anyway, so there's that. But then, but then there's always like these real cryptic. You're like, is he talking about the team? Is he is he unhappy right now? What's going on? Like it's just always like, you know, I can't. I I just taking care. Just got to take care of business and look out for mine. And you're like, uh oh, is he unhappy about his contract? When really, you know, he's probably like somebody took his beach towel and he went to go hit him. I mean, like we just don't know. And these athletes like throw it out there and it causes like mass panic. I'm the first one to go. Oh, my gosh, what's going on? Anyway, there is a real fire here. Bashad Breland. Do you like he went to go visit the Minnesota Vikings? 
there has been Nate Taylor, who I love. Nate Taylor of The Athletic has put it out there that like saying there's really real sort of indications that the Chiefs have been interested in bringing him back and that he wants to be back. So like, I mean, are you reading these tweets thinking they are all based on the Chiefs and and maybe something's up there? I, I'm reading it based on a guy who has played really well. If you look at some of the underlying numbers that put him in, I don't want to say elite, although some of the numbers have actually been elite, but we're not going to say he's elite, but but put him in that bottom end of the cornerback one, top end CB2 range, and he's getting paid for the past multiple seasons as if he's on a one-year prove-it deal. I think he's just realizing, you know what? Eventually, I have to stand up and say, how many one-year prove-it deals do I need to take before eventually I'm going to be too old and then the rest of my career is going to be one-year deals? I think it's just he feels he deserves to get a, and I'm not saying a ridiculous contract, but he does deserve to get some security, whether that's a three-year, I don't know, $20 million contract. I think he has earned that. And... I don't blame him for being sick of one-year deals, I guess. That, that's where I'm coming from. Is I, I would understand that when you look at some of these numbers, and I'll have to pull up the stat, and he was above like you know Stephon Gilmore and some of these great cornerbacks, and you're like, the only thing you can say is penalties. At some point, you have to pay for how good and solid he has been. Yeah, yeah. I, I almost feel like maybe I'm misguided. because So when I think of Bashad Breeland, here's what I think. I think Steve Spagnolo demands his corner. Like he places a ton of pressure on his corners, right? He says, he says, you're going to be playing out there alone. You're going to be, uh, and he, I, I want you to disrupt him from the word go. I never want you to get off of him. And like, when you see players try to get a free release on Breland, they don't get it. Every receiver like even completions against him are contested, but shots just one of those guys where, you know, every opposing receiver has fought for whatever success they had. He's sticky as hell, sticky as hell on his receiver. And so I'm just a little flummoxed. I'm not saying he's, he's not a lockdown corner. We all know those are few and far between. I wouldn't even say that about Legereus Sneed because he only has one year, uh, you know, on his resume. But here's Breland. He's got a few. He's got more than a few years on his resume. He's got a few couple years of excellence in Kansas City, and and you're right. He's been playing on prove it deals since he was like 26. Yeah, that's a little bananas to me. That's bananas. And I understand the off the field concerns, but that hasn't sure. stopped a lot of guys in the past. That hasn't stopped teams from from. I mean, at some point, you know, I think teams are like they they. They use that against him, but they're not going to say, okay, we're not going to sign you. Like, he's obviously going to get a deal. I'm just at cornerback, and I understand it's such a volatile year over year. It's like relievers in baseball. It's tough to find a lot of consistency, but someone who has consistency typically gets big deals or at least some security, and he's been consistent. He had a, I I was looking at the stat, it was 49% against, you know, passer completion which is elite. That's, you know, half the passes don't get completed when he's the targeted cornerback. And sometimes I just feel like 
we look at all these things and say, oh, but the penalties, but the penalties, cornerbacks get beat. No one's perfect. If you watch a cornerback every single game for an entire season, you're going to be like, oh, well, he gets burnt a lot, doesn't he? And then you realize, oh my gosh, it's because literally everyone at some point gets burnt. I just think that we need to put more respect on what Breland has done and what he is as a, as far as a good, really good cornerback. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree. So let me throw this out there, though. Earlier when I said I feel a little misguided, the Chiefs aren't the only team letting Bashad Breland sit there mm. in free agency. Yeah. So it makes me think, okay, well, here I am fawning all over him saying someone should give him two years, three. I mean, someone should give him the security he seems to desire. Because let's also be clear, Bashad Breland hasn't said, like he hasn't tweeted, I'm tired of one-year prove-it deals, right? Yeah. So we're we're trying to read the tea leaves here. Like, what do you make of the fact that he is still available? Like, are we over are we overstating things here? I mean, obviously there has to be something that has had every other team in the same boat right now. He did have a tweet of his like past 37,000 tweets he's put out in the past three days. I thought one of them says he's not asking for like 10 million a year. He's not out here trying to get top bucks. So again, that makes me believe he wants some security, but I don't know. You know, I don't know if it's his off the field issues. If teams think that he is a liability, like again, I said, if most teams kind of look the other way, if you're a good football player, a lot of teams have kind of turned a blind eye. It's tough to see what the big holdup is. I don't know if because teams think he's a CB2. I don't know if teams think because he's in the Chiefs system that he's a system quarter uh, cornerback. I really couldn't answer this. It's just very difficult. What do you think? Yeah. Well, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. That's why. <laughs> that's why I asked you. I mean, honestly, I just feel like there has to be. You know, you learn to trust your instinct. If he feels like there's something going on, there typically is. There's clearly some reason that it, that I'm not privy to, that you're not privy to, that has Bashad Breland sitting out there as a free agent today. Bashad apparently doesn't, whatever it is, Bashad Breland apparently doesn't get it either, though. And, you know, sometimes, like, we just watched the Philadelphia Eagles sign Ryan Kerrigan and for, like, for no money. I mean, for just over a million dollars. And I'm just thinking, really? Like, no one else is going to pony up even... 500,000 more than that for this proven pass rusher. I mean, I, I, you know, funny things happen sometimes in the NFL and they don't have a great explanation. And maybe this is one of them. Who knows? Wait, you know what? Really quickly though. I think one of the things the NFL is and what they do, everyone gets caught in the thinking of potential. Everyone just gets enamored with potential and what he could be and this and that. And the NFL is a little different business than baseball, where baseball, you get paid for what you have done. And football, you typically get paid for what you think you can do. So no one's paying Breland for what he's done with Kansas City. No one's paying him for his past three good years, whatever it's been. Everyone's saying, what are you going to do for us? It's just a different business. And I, I think maybe that's where it comes into it is maybe he's taking so many one-year deals. People are, are nervous about his age. Maybe they're nervous for him to fall off. I, but that's the only thing I could think of is, is the whole potential type of situation. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree with you. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where he lands. He will land and it will be interesting to see where, when, and what the story is when he does. We'll be right back after the break with a little bit more on Julio Jones 
and some random Chiefs things. Welcome back from the break. My name is Matt Connor here with Sterling Holmes. You haven't changed the dial. I don't know why I just reintroduced us all. Do it again. But let's talk. Get, get, uh, <laughs> what's my last name? Come on now. I'm, I'm going to start quizzing you. What's my middle name? I, I like it. Sterling Summercut Holmes. Is yeah. that your middle name? That's a pretty good nickname. Summercut. Oh. Guthrie. It's Guthrie. Like like Jeremy Guthrie. Like after the, like like after the Woody Guthrie. Woody was Guthrie. A, there you go. A, yeah. Was you, were you named after the folk singer? No, no. That's my middle name. That's my mom's last name. It's my mom's maiden name. It's not oh. as... Like I like it out there as one may think. I also say like it. What sounds more like a country singer, Sterling Guthrie or Guthrie Holmes? Because both sound very like I am a country Ooh. singer. Okay, but the first one sounds like you could sing like today's modern country. The second one sounds like you're three whiskeys deep with one of the Hank Williams. <laughs> like like that like that's a Chris Stapleton name. No, it's like, it, it's it's uh Merle Haggard. It's like I'm out here singing yeah. uh, like Oki from Muskogee. That's what I feel like. Yeah, it's like. yeah, yeah. It's it's like traditional, if not outlaw country. Yeah, like and, uh, red you have dirt some country. versatility there. Thank you've you. Some, you've got some Chris Gaines and <laughs> Garth Brooks going on that you could do. You know. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk Julio Jones, my friend. Because, I mean, look, it's a long shot. I'm going to say it. Odds makers think it's a long shot. The Chiefs are 33 to 1 odds to land Julio Jones in a trade, which is way longer odds than many, many other teams. So Las Vegas does not think Julio Jones is going to land in Kansas City. But Julio Jones is going to land somewhere, and it sounds like it's not in Philadelphia this year. Where are you at in all this? I'll say this, Vegas didn't think Phil Mickelson was going to win this uh, his last major, and guess what, oh. baby? That sure happened. So, no, I, I don't know where Julio Jones is going to land. I do think Kansas City actually makes sense. I'm surprised Vegas hasn't bumped it up a little bit just based on the past knowledge of how aggressive Brett Veach is. The fact that Julio Jones said he wants to play for a winner, he wants to play for a contender, he basically said, get me the hell out of Atlanta. You know, um, if you want to play for a winner, you want to play for a contender, you want to play for a good quarterback, you know, you Kansas City checks all those boxes. You have a Hall of Fame coach and Andy Reid. I, I would I would think that those numbers would be higher. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Well, let me kick it back to you with this. Albert Breer reported today that basically it would probably take a second round pick to get Julio Jones. Now, I that's it. Like I think it sounds good on paper. Yeah, I think it sounds good on paper to get Julio Jones, but I'm probably in the conservative camp of hey, I think the Chiefs are already more loaded than any other team out there. They've already gotten there the last 2 years. I don't care what the Bills and the Browns have done. The Chiefs are going to make mince meat of them whenever they play. So I don't know that we need Julio Jones. So so you know, to me, I'd rather keep that second round pick because that's Creed Humphrey next year, or or at another position. It's Breland speaks, or or it's Breland speaks, or it's Bashad Breland speaks on Twitter. <laughs> it's all that, anyway. So he, <laughs> so what I wonder is for you, would you pay a second round pick? One hundred percent, and wouldn't even think about it because this is the point I kind of made last segment was potential. Everyone loves potential. Give me the sure thing. I know Julio Jones is good. I don't know if that second rounder is going to be on the team in three years. 
Julio Jones may only be on this team for three years or less, but how long was Breland Speaks on this team? You know, it is is the however long McCole Hardman is going to be here. Is that, you know, is that worth it? I'm just saying, give me the sure thing. I'm more a fan of the known commodity than the let's tangle this talk of potential in front of you. How many times have we been told about some some developmental defensive end or some guy that just needs time that has never worked out? You know Julio Jones is going to work out. That's just where I'm at. I understand your concerns of the offense is so good. Why why spend draft capital on what is already the best offense in the NFL? You're just getting better. And we saw in the Super Bowl and throughout the playoffs, sometimes outside of Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, guys struggle to get open. Guys struggle to beat their man. And if the offensive line, which again is completely revamped, it has pressure on them. Someone needs to get separation. Someone outside of Travis and Tyreek Hill, when they're doubled, needs to get open. And you know, for a fact, Julio Jones is getting open. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I'm I'm with you in that regard, I think. And I think I probably would depart with the second round pick to make it happen. Although I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm just more, uh, you know, a little bit nervous than you about it. That said, I love the way that, that the Chiefs offense clicks when Sammy's you know, at it and, uh, or when Sammy was in and when he was healthy, they were unstoppable. It was, it was just insane to watch. You knew when it was on and then suddenly you're like, it's over. I just know, I know how this is going to go. I remember watching that Houston Texans game and watching their meltdown and watching the Chiefs start to come back from, from the championship run. And there was just this knowing, and it was that knowing from having another element in play alongside those guys. You're absolutely right. I also believe, despite him missing time last year, I probably nuke, like maybe Hopkins, maybe in terms of like, who's better than Julio Jones? Is Tyreek Hill better than Julio Jones? I mean, if he's healthy, I think I'd rather have Julio Jones. And that's not a slight on Tyreek. It's just saying, like, are the Chiefs really going to have two of the best three to five receivers in the game of football with Patrick Mahomes at the helm? That's bananas. You know what? I'll trade a second round pick for bananas anytime. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. I, and for the people that have complained, myself included, about the uh, red zone woes, about how they haven't been as successful, this right here clears up a lot of those concerns. I know Julio's always underperformed when it comes to touchdowns. You always think he's going to have more, but he, for the most part, has always been the guy in Atlanta. He is the guy getting double teamed. Well, you can't double team Julio. You can't double team Travis and Tyreek. Like, sorry, teams don't get to play with 15 defensive players. I just, I, I think this would open up the offense even more in, in tight goal line situations and all for a second round draft pick that is just, again, the potential. I like this, man. I, I really, really would like this deal. I would love it. I would be ecstatic. I would, you would have to talk me off a ledge of why Patrick Mahomes would not set <laughs> every, just break every single record, not only with Julio Jones, but in 17 games. Like, come on. This would be historically amazing to watch. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Let's keep things light. I want to throw you a round of this or that, right? Let's do so it, baby. Keep your answer short or 
go long-winded. Give me an explanation. Whatever you want. Matt, it's me. I'll just throw them out I'm there. I'm going whatever. long-winded. This is, this is me you're talking to. Everything I've done okay. is just over-the-top obnoxious. So come on now. Here we go. This or that. For the, for the second half of 2021, are you buying Larry LDT as doctor or as football player? Oh, that's tough. I I think do- or I think doctor. Um, I I know this is going to be the non traditional pick here, but with the depth of the offensive line, I would not be surprised if LDT is the guy to go. I understand his contract, man. I understand the veteran presence, man. and but but hear me out before you guys start throwing you know doctor material at me like stethoscopes. The thing I have to say is he was he wasn't great before his year off. Like he wasn't some stud guard before he took a year off. Then he took a year off. He's older now. There's a lot of talent, especially young talent at guard. And if you want to have a veteran on this roster who's had a higher peaks, that's Kyle Long. Uh, just to me. I get the optics wouldn't be great if LDT's the guy to go because you're like, dude, he took a year off to fight COVID and you're, this is how you repay him. So I get the optics, but from a purely talent or I should say like depth perspective even, I, I think it would make the most sense if he was the guy gone. Man. All right, let me ask you this. Which former first round corner are you buying? DeAndre Baker, Mike Hughes. Oh, Baker. DeAndre Baker. I... I, I loved that deal. I liked the Mike Hughes deal, but he's had a long injury list. DeAndre Baker has two, but something about DeAndre Baker just gets me extra hype. So I got to go with my gut. All right. Let, how about this? First year Juan Thornhill or second year Juan Thornhill? What are you asking? Like, what's his most? Wh- where? Who is he? Is what you're saying basically? Like, who is oh, he? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What are we? First year. What are we going to see this year? First year Juan Thornhill. We we saw him. I think take a a big step forward or closer to his first year performance towards the end of the season and playoffs. He struggled so mightily this second year. I mean, Dan Sorensen was out playing him. And the playoffs, though, he looked to be back to his old self. He was laying the wood, hitting dudes hard with the with the hit stick. I, I like Juan Thornhill, and I'm buying him as he's closer to his first year production. Casey Wolf. Or a brand new mascot that you could envision and make up? No, Casey Wolf, dude. That's a hell of a mascot. Casey Wolf is an absolute badass. So you're you're Team Casey Wolf all the way, dude. Yeah. Why why would I not be? What is this news? Is there someone out here who's anti Casey Wolf? <laughs> I'm gonna, is I was it just you? asking. Are you anti? No, no. I'm about to fly uh, to. Where, where do you live? Indianapolis I've been right outed. now. I'm about to literally. I've been outed. I'm coming to Indianapolis. And I am throwing hands with you, sir. <laughs> Casey Wolf is that guy. I have his back. I'm not anti Casey Wolf. Sounds like just, it. Sounds like sometimes it. Sometimes I look at mascots and I think, okay, I'm anti mascot. I'm a little anti mascot. Why do you hate know. kids? Why do you hate the kids? Dang, having this fun? just blew up in my face. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I even have one. I'm kind of iffy on him. What do I know? One more for you, right? Who's filling in opposite Frank? Is it going to be someone on the roster right now or someone who's not yet arrived? 
I sure hope it's someone who's not on the roster currently. I sure hope it's going to be a proven veteran presence. For some reason, I can't get excited about Tim Ward. I, I like, I just. <laughs> wow. Now who's, who's anti Tim Ward? What's uh, wrong with Tim Ward? Okay. I love Tim Ward. Okay. Maddie C. All I got to say is this. I want TK still here. I want TK uh, on the opposite side because I am predicting this is his breakout season. I'm just not enthused about what is going on over there. I think Tim Ward is fine. I think Michael Dana is fine. Joshua Cando, there's your sprinkling of potential. Taco Charlton, I think, is going to back up Taco? Frank. I think I think Taco will be backing up Frank. I'm just not enthused. At the end of the day, if Frank Clark just gets more pressure and Frank Clark, uh, Frank Clark performs to what his contract is basically paying him, then we probably won't be even having this conversation because it wouldn't matter. Frank Clark, if he's getting pressure, then whoever's opposite is going to be either just wrapping up and not having as tough a job and it's not going to be as glaring a need as it currently is. So I guess I should put my money on Frank Clark actually stepping up this season. Man, way to evade. Way to evade, my friend. All right. This is uh, Matt Connor. You've been listening to Sterling Holmes give horrible opinions. Uh, we Dude, are. Watch sorry. it. I'm flying to Indy. When is the next flight on Southwest, sir? And I am coming <laughs> and I am throwing hands with you. Can we wait? Can we talk Southwest real fast? I, I love Southwest. hate Southwest so much. Oh, wow. That was Who not the way I was going. Yeah. This Who is, are you? Dude. Two bags, get fly free. I get to bring my golf clubs. Uh, I guess I like that, except for the fact that like you got to stand in line like some like weird first grade. Give me my seat. Give me my seat ahead of time. I don't want to like stand in line and hope that like droopy Cindy doesn't sit down next to me, dude. Some kind of what an I absolute hate terrible take. Terrible, oh, horrible. I hate, I hate their seating system. I hate it so much. Wow, it's, I it's the best. Be prepared. Uh, Get on early. It, 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 what it does, Matt, is it promotes the five P's. Prior planning prevents poor performance. Okay, Matt, get on it. <laughs> this conversation has been bad for our friendship. I'm just telling you. I know what I happened. Believe in we being were, honest, we, and and our we went into this just so happy and excited, and we're ending this. Yeah, I don't know how to box at all. But it would be a fun show. Like, I feel like we could do like the Jake Paul or Logan. I don't even know the Pauls. I hate those guys, but I feel like we could do that and we'll get, did we'll get someone to, to promote we, us. We started with, we started with Sterling getting, getting a summer cut. But if I were the Chiefs, Sterling would be my summer cut after this conversation. I would release wow. you. I'm sorry. That hurts. Yeah. You've been listening to the Arrowhead Addict Podcast. Tune in uh, for more episodes later on this week with Patrick Allen and Matt Verderam. Otherwise, we'll be back next week around the same time. Check us out on arrowheadaddict.com or follow us. You can follow Sterling for horrible takes, honestly, at HomestretchKC. I'm at MattConnorAA, and I'll tell you, my takes are also even worse. So, yeah, I own it completely. We'll see you next time. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 
as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.